Welcome to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once in a lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey. It's a beautiful day. Okay, hey, okay, hey. It's a beautiful day. Welcome back to another meeting of the Gold Key Adventurer Society. My name is Dan Leonard, and joining me this week Hi, in the studio... Damn it, I forgot to pause again. <laughs> one day I'll remember. You'll train me good one of these days. Joining me this week in the studio is Heather Strait. Hello. Jess Evans. Hello. And Mr. Jeff Williams. Howdy! <laughs> <laughs> That's the flavor we've been missing all this time. Yes. Welcome. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be the yeast in the bread of the Gold Key Adventure Society. Making us rise straight to the top of the charts. Consider this show yeast infected. Nope. That's, <laughs> yeah, there it is. There it is. Yep. I actually started a timer as soon as he said yeast. <laughs> I'm going to give it 10 seconds and then I'm going to jump in if nobody else does. <laughs> Our show and those jokes, as always, is brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no-obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. But y'all, it seems like just yesterday, Disney launched their fancy new Genie Plus system into the wild. And we promptly agreed that it kind of really sucks, at least when you're using it at Walt Disney World. Uh, just recently, Disney announced the guests will no longer be able to purchase Genie Plus ahead of time. It's going to be a day of a la carte type sale. Uh, we, we presume that means that uh, they're preparing for big adjustments to how the program works. So we're going to take a dive. We're going to look at that. Uh, we're going to look at that announcement. Why it's a good thing for Walt Disney World guests and talk a little bit about how to get the most out of a day in the parks with or without Genie Plus and the Lightning. Because uh, I think key to navigating the Genie Plus is to realize that he's not really as necessary as we seem to think. Or as magical. He's not looking out well, for your best interests. I know that much. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, that's that's for damn sure. So um, let's see. May 18th, Disney uh, Disney announced that starting June 8th, the same day that packages become available to book. I bet you that's no. There's coincidence. no coincidence right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you'll no longer be able to pre-purchase length of stay. Your Genie Plus is just going to be day of. Mm-hmm. Uh, Any purchases you've already made, though, will still be just fine. They are That's safe. Right. And even if you decide, say, to move your trip to different days or yep. you decide you want to stay a couple of days longer, you won't lose that purchase. Or ones you purchase between now and the 7th. Exactly. 
So this this change is going to allow them, obviously, to kind of throttle back on availability if they start to realize. Hopefully, oh, that, that they've sold painfully oversold. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. hopefully yeah. not just painfully oversold. Hopefully, just oversold at all because, yes. as we discussed ahead before we started recording, it it baffles me that nobody's stopped and thought about the fact that those rides can only move a certain number of people Mm -hmm. per day and so maybe we should limit the number of genie passes to at the very most the number of guests per day that that ride can move because they certainly limited the free ones so why did they think the other ones wouldn't be limited and they didn't factor in for downtimes on any rides at any time it seems because if something goes down it gets so backed up after that because then they mm-hmm. have to honor those those and genie all plus of their new premium rides that are the ones on genie lightning lane plus are awesome but because they're awesome they're technologically advanced and stuff happens mm-hmm. yeah when it does it's 50 different systems to reboot it takes a while and it messes mm-hmm. everything up they seem genuinely surprised <laughs> by the negative feedback that this got Mm-hmm. And I think it Jess had a really good point about oh, yeah. why. <laughs> uh, yes, that it's is. true. Um, yes. Yeah, it's just, I mean, that when, when FastPass existed, it was free. And so people just considered it a value if they got anything almost. Mm-hmm. And, but you, you plunk $1 down, and then that changes how people perceive the value. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so now they're paying and they're not getting those top tier that they thought they were going to get when they paid for it. Because they're not just saying, you know, you you could get passes for It's a Small World and and the teacups. They're, they're saying you can get passes for the rides. And they're mm-hmm. kind of focusing on those big ones. And yep. without explicitly saying it, saying, you know, if you purchase this, you've got a better chance to get on these rides. When you really don't at you this do point. Mm-hmm. So. The other thing is... That they genuinely intended it to be like Fast Pass Plus, only about three rides a day that you would get to use these lines. And that is not the impression that people who purchased this had. Once Their you've impression paid 15 was, bucks, they yes. think you're going to ride everything you want all day. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. were, it really wasn't sold as, you know, you're going to get the same number of rides as you got with Fast Pass Plus, just now you're paying for them. It was, you're going to get this pass into the special lane and you'll get to use it as much as you want. Whether they, they didn't really say that. And if you looked in the fine print, it did in fact say two to three rides a day. Mm-hmm. But nobody was looking at yeah, that's that. That's not part. really how anybody was talking about it. No. No, but maybe the marketing should have highlighted the price difference between Genie Plus and Universal's Unlimited Express Pass, exactly. which does give you... But the way they presented access. it was was kind of sneaky because it, it was, to me, it felt like they were saying, you can use Genie and Genie's going to plan your whole day. Genie's going to know what you love yep. to do and Genie's going to mm-hmm. take you there. And if you have Genie Plus, well, your day's set. Genie's going to tell you, you when to ride, do it and you make those... Stuff. Yeah, you make those passes. Genie's going to tell you when to fill in those spaces with the restaurants you want to eat at, characters you want to meet, and it doesn't do that. It sends you to where at they all. need you to go. And, right. you know, Genie's fulfilling Disney's wish. They're not fulfilling yours. <laughs> no. exactly. And if that were to point. work correctly, then it might actually, you know, change the flow no. of the parks. But people aren't going to listen to a suggestion they don't want to do. It's just right. not going to happen. Right. Yeah, because... Everything else out there still exists telling you that if you don't ride this and this and this, and if you don't 
do these things, your trip is just ruined. And people are still buying into that. And so it doesn't matter what the genie tells them and that tells them that they're going to have a, you know, walk right on to teacups. That's, that's not what they've been been told. I've been to Disney so many times and could not get on Rise of the Resistance or Seven Dwarfs. Many of these. (laughs) Dan knows how that feels. These big time rides, but there's a hundred other great rides. So I don't know. People just put so much into it. I do want to say real quick though, that um, the fact that they are already uh backing off and and making this change is actually really impressive because mm-hmm. how soon after too. fast so pass plus came out was it apparent that there was a major problem with how it works and they stuck with that for years, years, years and years and years yeah so the fact that after just a few months they are listening to guests and actually yeah. changing something that guests don't like that does not happen very often on the one hand i i love that and i appreciate that on the other hand i think there were clues that this was going to happen because at the end, uh, before the pandemic and before Fast Pass Plus went away, the Fast Pass lines were getting out of control, particularly in Magic mm-hmm. Kingdom. There were days that we would just say, you know what, we're not doing this because the Fast Pass line was backed, for, for example, for Space Mountain would be backed up all the way back to the laugh floor. And that's mm-hmm. insane. But yeah. then they would also let 25 people in mm-hmm. that it, line to one yeah. and the other. So yep. it did always move quicker than you think. It did, but it just, <laughs> you know, you ended up, they were, they were allowing too many people. They were allowing that, too how many How easy groups. would that have been just to make less of those available? Mm-hmm. And that's what needs to happen here. Personally, I think it should go to not even just the day, being able to purchase it day of, I think it should go to you can't purchase it until you're in the park. Well, yeah, Yeah. now because now you can purchase it at midnight and then at 7 a.m. So it's if it's limited and you're going to be there at a busy time and you really want it, you got to be up at midnight and then you got to be up at 7 a.m. And And that's not alleviating the other big complaint people have. And you're going to take that out on guest relations later because you're tired. People will have (laughs) stayed up too late to get it done and then gotten up too early to get that part done. And when it doesn't work, they're going to be even more mad. What they need to do is geofence this thing. And I think this is a stopgap to where they just do that anyway. Mm -hmm. I hope. I really hope so. At Disneyland, that's how it is. Once you scan in the gate to either park, as soon as you do, you're it knows it. That was it's, how it's, Max Pass worked, and yeah, it worked yeah, well. It there. worked great. They've been doing that for years. And if they were going to, I mean, they adopted Max Pass largely for this Genie Plus thing, so they should have just gone the whole hundred percent, whole distance. Yeah, for some reason, the with. Disney execs even like everybody goes, "Wow, well, you couldn't pull that off at Disney World. Why not? You certainly could. be within yeah. any of the four parks and then go." Is it going to make a lot of? Demand for rope drop, certainly, mm-hmm. but that has historically That's been a thing, you know, and that and that clears out. And yeah. there's your there's always going to be your percentage of people who do not want to get up and get to the park that early, and so they're Tough. not going to do it, and they're going to find another way to tour. And there certainly are other ways to tour because one of the things yeah. right now with the park reservations, the lines just are not terrible. They really aren't. They're not like what we were seeing pre-pandemic. Yeah. No. No. I mean, I saw, um, what was it, two weeks ago that I was there. The longest line I saw was 60 minutes. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's manageable. I, think, yeah, I was in a there theme during park. spring break in March, and 
the Pandora line was like 71, 74, God, or somewhere yes. in that area. Yeah. Think of that's what a long that, time, yeah. but that's not crazy. Think of what that used to be. That line yeah. was three, four, five hours long. Yeah. And the line would go all the way back to Harambe. Like, yeah. It wasn't And I haven't like seen it now. like that in a long, long time. Slinky no. Dog is always a long standby line, and it was under an hour. So yeah. it's... They're handling it, the parks are busy again. People also forget but, that you just have to stand in line sometimes. Yes, sometimes. Well, you that's work. the thing. That's the thing that we had talked about a little bit beforehand too. Is that there's two halves to this problem. Disney needs to figure out the right way to tune this so that they're limiting sales and uh, and build a fifth gate. Right. Yeah. There's well. Yeah, but that well and increased capacity on the rides. If they just Increased capacity on most of the rides and start churning people, more people through it. Well, uh-huh. you know, but, but the other problem is you've got to work on the, the hearts and minds of the guests who mm-hmm. think that the only way to get on these rides is and attractions is to have a fast pass and that the only attractions worth doing are the two or three per park that everybody is yelling about wanting to get their lightning lane on and most of that uh, is disney's fault because when was the last time you saw any advertising that focused on historically popular attractions or it's Mm, all about what's coming new robinson i never see you gotta be here to go to epcot to go to guardians (laughs) well yeah but there's a lot of other cool stuff in epcot that you could be focusing on to at least mitigate expectations that's true Mm -hmm. and they do push those in the park a lot too um, but once you get there, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Once you get there, um, a lot of it, honestly, there's a lot of, um, no, there's a lot of not great advice from blogs and from mm-hmm. podcasters yeah. and well, things we, that you see on the internet. And yeah, but it, it's also natural it, that everybody wants to be on the huge thrill ride. That's we natural. We talked about it earlier right? in the week, though, with Revenge Travel, people are just now going. They haven't been in three or four mm-hmm. years, maybe. That's true. They want to ride these five new rides. Yeah. yeah, since that time, there's Atatui and Guardians, and mm-hmm. right. we also kind of need to get back Star to Wars the Town. to the oldie times park touring strategies. When I first started as a travel advisor and yep. focused on Disney, that was a huge part of my job was teaching people how to plan out their day to minimize the lines, but not necessarily, you know, still realizing that you're going to have them. But if you have a, a good plan as to where to go first. And this was pre-FastPass Plus yes, when we were doing this. Absolutely. And it was, it was manageable. And it can be again. I really do think so. Oh, it totally is. I mean, we, we largely did that in February. Uh, I mean, one great thing about the park app is that is, is, is the wait times. I know Mm -hmm. they're not totally accurate, but if you use that tool to kind of map out what is a priority to you. That they're longer than what your wait time really is going to be. Oh, especially post-pandemic, they Mm -hmm. inflate those wait times a lot. Yeah. Which is nice. But you can still use it as a general guideline to Mm -hmm. figure out, you know, where the groups of people are. And Brittany made a great point. Ask, ask your, the people in your group, like, what are your one or two priorities? Your things that you really want to do. And then you can build your day around that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of feeling like you have to hit every single big Everything. thing, yeah. What is what do you actually need to be happy and satisfied with your day? Because it's not mm-hmm. every ride. If I tried to do every single ride in the day, I've I've tried to do every single ride, an attraction a day, and I'm just 
exhausted and miserable by the end of the day. I like oh, yeah. them all, so I'm just happy to be there and do whatever. Yeah. But I'm luckily I get to go many, many times a year and most people don't. So I get the yeah. disappointment mm-hmm. if you can't ride the one ride. Like there's probably still people who haven't even ridden Rise of the Resistance. <laughs> I don't know who these suckers are, but yeah, I think it was uh, Crosby, just, Stills, and Nash that said, "If you can't ride the ride you love, ride the one you're with." That's, that's right. That's uh, right. To, to paraphrase, perhaps. Brother. And also yeah. realizing that you're still going to have a lot of fun, mm-hmm. and just re- if you can relax and let that fun happen, you maybe you're not going to be so sad that you didn't hit every single ride in the Magic Kingdom or mm-hmm. you know ride Road Guardians of the Galaxy five tried. times. Or take a little bit of time to stand in that line, and maybe you'll have an actual conversation with your, with your family. Oh, talk to my family, I'll stay <laughs> home, Dan. <laughs> do you talk to your family at home, Jeff? No. Why do you think I go to the park so much without my family? <laughs> <laughs> well, and now, yeah, the one great thing about the app is they do have a bunch of fun stuff that you can... They've added in a lot of games and things that you can do while you're standing in line. We used to do uh, heads heads up. heads up. Yes, well, that was always a lot of fun. And we waited for about two and a half hours in Disneyland Paris with both of our families to ride the turtle. What is the crush? Crush's, Crush's coaster. coaster. Mm-hmm. Great ride, and it was a long, long wait. And we had been like riding everything else on Fast Pass and or the Max Pass, whatever they have there. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was the one we couldn't do, but we had a great time until the kid in front of us pooped his pants. Yeah, that part was the, so fun. He was, we smelled him for two hours, yeah. but we played heads up and we had an Yeah, and you know, really other people around waiting. you get involved in helping you shout out clues. And, mm-hmm. and now they have stuff built into the Play Disney Parks app that you can play while you're in line. A huge majority of attractions have games specifically. Mm-hmm. I noticed that when we were when we were getting to preview Guardians of the Galaxy, they had a QR code on the wall that you could scan for games specific to that attraction, which mm-hmm. was kind of cool. Soren has a trivia game. A lot. No, a lot yeah, I've played that one before. Soren used to have a. They used to do like a video game up on those screens in the queue yeah. where the crowd would like fly a glider yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. If I remember, oh, I don't think yeah. they do that now, anymore. Now it, now it's you know, like we were talking uh, now about it's just expanding, a game. Talking about expanding the uh, capacity. Since Soren added that third theater, that I mean, not that that's possible everywhere, but that really that that, that line used to be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It really helped with Toy Story Mania when they put the second track in. That one is not as bad anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all they need to do is spend a billion dollars putting in a second and third version of everything. If they had been increasing capacity over the years, knowing that they should have, which they do know that, then they wouldn't have painted themselves in this corner. But Mm -hmm. that's that's true. They were not. profits sure were lovely. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they've only increased them on a couple rides. So. Right. Well, even I mean, it's it's always just baffled my brain. like. They build Toy Story Land USA in this corner of the park. So that's not going to take away from the rest of the park. That's just drawing a larger crowd that is still going to have the regular crowd through the rest of the park. So they need to have like 
Another slightly less exciting, but still exciting new option in the opposite corner of the park mm-hmm. going at the same That's time. Star Wars. To split <laughs> yeah, some of now. those. <laughs> well, kind of. But, you know, it's like adding a ride doesn't increase capacity. Mm-hmm. If they had put Star Wars land over next to Tower of Terror, that would have spread things out a little bit more. Well, yeah, but they didn't open them at the same time. No, but I mean, like, now that they're both open, that end of the park draws more than the rest. And the dead end down there doesn't help anything. Yeah, you you kind of pass through one to get to the other. Hey, they put in Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy over there. I was just going to mention that. (laughs) Just a real people eater. Still watch that overeating at flows. Yeah. I mean, I don't fault them at all for deciding that they wanted to monetize the fast pass system. They're a, a business. It's mm-hmm. not a not for profit. Yeah, yeah. Walt would yeah. be rolled in yeah. his grave. He hated profit. But what they did not do was make sure that when they came out with this this system that we now pay for, that it was going to work in a manner that would seem worth the investment. And that's where it completely missed the mark. It fell flat. Yeah, but they have been adjusting it, micro-adjusting it mm-hmm. since day one. The price has moved up and down and mm-hmm. left and right. They've added and taken away different attractions from it. They're trying mm-hmm. to figure it yeah. out. Yeah, and I even understand the pulling out the bigger attractions and making them an individual purchase that also makes a lot of sense and that's the only one i've used <laughs> i've not paid for apparently. genie plus yet but <laughs> i've done the the individual lightning lanes at disneyland and disney world and those have worked pretty well as as long as mm-hmm. by the time you purchase it they don't change your boarding group to yeah like i i was buying for ratatouille and it was like 9 a.m and i was purchasing purchasing it and by the time my card cleared it was 6 p.m 5 15 yeah oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. they bumped me up we, the entire day wow we yeah. flew across the country yep got to disneyland went in there and at 1 p.m One or two yeah sometime in bought there a individual lightning lane for rise of the resistance and rode it an hour later mm-hmm. it's like, definitely working you there could yeah. never do that at disney world no yeah, we, we bought it for Web Slingers, like, right when we walked in and rode mm-hmm. within half an hour. Yeah, it was yep. great. If they were to just say, like, you know, we're going to do fast passes now are all going to be individual purchase, and they could change the price according to the demand for the ride, as long as they're mm-hmm. not price gouging it. And, yeah. they, and then people know, like, okay, I didn't buy that Seven Dwarfs, I didn't get that Seven Dwarfs fast pass, and then they move on with their day. They're not then expecting to get something later on that they're not going to get. And then maybe that's the way. Don't pay for a package, just pay for each one. Yeah. Like, okay, you know, but then, but then know. they need to remove a huge chunk of the attractions that they have the fast, the no, dollars. Like, you want to ride Small World, you want to get a fast $2. pass and not wait in line, two, three dollars. It's a slow day, mm-hmm. two, three dollars, five dollars yeah. on, a, on a fast rise day. of like, resistance, 30. Yeah. Okay. Like, so, I, if they're going to charge for it, which at this point they're going to. So, you know, at least make it so that people know what they're going to get for what they're paying for. And if they don't get it, they know they didn't get it. I guess what I mean is they should just clear out the ones that don't really require. Don't need it, don't yeah. need it because they're omni movers or, you know, just kind of 
continuously theater loading. Shows, <laughs> fast passes oh, yeah. for theater shows are the stupidest thing. That's, that's ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah. Or, or for parade spots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People um, love those, I mean, though. Those disappear those fast. Sellers, though, so that people that's would choose ridiculous. them and... Not choose yeah, it would something occupy else. People. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, they I mean, choose it as one of their three and move on. But think because of how quickly you, the line could move if you, for example, on Haunted Mansion, if there was no Lightning Lane and it's just everybody in line and moving on to that Omni Mover system, and you're not how having many to have it. Did it work? Yeah. Yeah. And that, then some of the, you know, you're going to stand in line. It's a theme park. You can't go anywhere without having to stand in line. It's going to happen. Even when you pay for it, you stand in line. Yes. So, like, yes. get used to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're, they, they're making really great queues now. Like, the Guardians, I guess you guys, are, you know. But mm-hmm. the Guardians queue is, is getting a lot more attention than sometimes the ride from people that, that go on it. Yeah, even so. before mm-hmm. you get to the interactive parts, it's really, like, Nice looking in there. It's very comfortable. Kind of like the front end of it is kind of like the uh, test track. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spirals through nice air conditioning and it's cool ice colors. Cold. And there's screens so and nice. stuff to look at. It's freezing in there. It's so good. <laughs> and they, they did the same thing with Flight of Passage. I finally actually walked through the standby queue for the first time earlier this year for that. And I was like, well, actually, don't mind that I had to do it because now I get to see all this stuff that I hadn't gotten to see yeah, yet. Yeah, and that lab yeah. is cool. Yeah, it yeah. was awesome. So if they can just make sure that they add a good focus onto the queues, then it doesn't matter if they take FastPass away from it. People will find things to like about it. I don't necessarily love the queues that are just interactive, touch with your dirty little hands, kid play areas <laughs> like Seven Dwarfs. Yeah. But, you know, like the Peter Pan one's kind of cool with the shadows. It's it's yeah. something. Well, I mean, it's something. I mean, even lots of attractions in between there. They were doing that with. There's a ton of stuff to see and look at in Big Thunder, even. Or mm-hmm. uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, <sighs> Star Tours, Big Thunder. Though it's just such a sweaty, yeah. gross mess <laughs> in a that barn. queue. Though <laughs> it's honestly better when you're outside in the shade, and then you get in that barn cattle thing, and it's just like oh, it's, it's so hot. humid. And then as soon as you start to go down that hill, you're just really hot. And it is cool, and there's stuff to do, and I love all the signs and puns and yeah. stuff, but man, is it hot. Look at Pirates. Pirates has a ton of little tableaus and things. I mean, kids like to look in a window and see just a cannon sitting there. They're not, you know, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, but you're a jaded old man. <laughs> this is true. I know one that has to pay for these kids to <laughs> yeah. look at a damn cannon. I was going to say those are those are definitely more subtle than some of the newer ones. Not as as I agree. I was not a fan when they put in all the drums and bonkety bonk little loud hand yeah. stuff like in Seven Dwarfs and Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh sucks. The stuff they had in the. Haunted Mansion, like, ugh, stop. Although, I've got to admit, in Winnie the Pooh, I can't help but grab one of the bees on the bee roller coaster yeah. and, and do that part. That's- and let's be honest, little kids standing in line are going to be touching everything anyway. You can't stop yeah. them from touching it. they're all booger-eating morons. Yeah, I no mean, offense, Dan. <laughs> cut their we, hands off. No, my, my, my youngest... This past weekend oh, at, at Heather's son's open oh. house, after we pulled the tablecloths off the table, it was like a big round wooden banquet table with the metal rim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I shouldn't have used the word rim because of what you're going to say next. But yeah. she, rim job. she licked. Yeah. She licked she all licked the way around. Like two thirds of the length of that thing. And then she found the part that had a little bit of extra grime left stuck on there and went uh -huh. back and gave it a couple extra licks just for good yeah. measure. Kids and she was also licking the the wood poles. I was afraid she was going to get either lead or uh, just a splinter. splinters in her tongue. But anyway, you you and I have seen little kids licking the, the handrails oh, yeah. at Hogwarts rides. Express. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right. he yes. just licked the whole yeah. handrail. So they're going to during like the, when they had just reopened oh, for yes. COVID. There's plexiglass yeah. everywhere, and then this kid's just uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he's licking the glass, licking the handrails. So th kids they're going to awesome. they're going to do it anyway. It might as well be something entertaining that they're touching, right? They might as well <laughs> flavor them all. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's and you know, moment. make sure that they wash their hands, but. but Licking stuff and eating dirt is how kids develop their immune system. So and also, speaking of that, <laughs> why is there no Willy Wonka ride somewhere? Mm. Who owns Willy Wonka? Mm, I, I don't know. know I have the, no idea, but we need I mean, a chocolate river. Universal doesn't own I think Warner Brothers. Harry Potter, but there they are. Warner Brothers owns the, the movie rights, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, well, somebody needs, to, yeah. somebody needs somebody needs Brothers to build us a chocolate with, river ride. Warner Brothers works with Six Flags, it's so what are they going to do? Just open the porta potties oh. up and put a boat in it because it's Six Flags. Oh. I mean, come on, Warner's <laughs> also owns Harry Potter, but yeah, well, they've been saying that Disney. they're opening their own park in England for years and years now, haven't they? They're supposed to be doing a European park, I believe. Uh, Willy Wonka, are, will there be Oompa Loompas? Time Warner. Oh, right. Because everybody's dying for that Bugs Bunny and Tasmanian Devil part. <laughs> yeah, six flags. Everybody from the Dude. 90s is dying. No, no, but, but yeah, I, if they made it immersive, like, I, I can make a case for that would be awesome. Sure. Town yeah. DC, who wouldn't want to see the Justice League Town USA? <laughs> It'd be so dark. the The paint budget would be so cheap. <laughs> all those muted, all those muted grays and tans. It'd be great. Warner Brothers cannot be trusted with DC properties. Let's just mm -hmm. save a fortune on lighting bills. <laughs> but would they do their line system better? I don't know. I just, I, I have don't know so what much the right call was for Disney, but I yeah. feel like this wasn't quite it. But maybe they'll get it right. I have so much faith that this can be a good thing. The bones are there. It can work. I feel like it was overthought. Just, yeah, a little bit. Oh, yeah. And I think I think one of the things that they underestimated was how many people would be willing to pay the money. They might yeah. which is ridiculous. Bitch and moan, but and you know, be all over social media talking about how much it added to their ticket, but everyone was buying it. Mm -hmm. And that That's was the, the yeah, problem. that was like that was the thought was that you know, people were assuming that they uh, thought that this would slow down the amount of people that would even get it because it is being, nope. you, you buy really it now. Expensive. Now everybody's like, no, although, but revenge travel, let's spend. Although at, um, at Universal, the Express passes are like 150 plus. Those they, are so expensive. They're so expensive and they sell out every mm -hmm. time. Yeah. Even with their dynamic pricing, I mean, there are times when you could pay $300. Yeah, it's $150 on the worst person. day possible. Mm -hmm. And they they sell out and it works. And 
people who have paid the money to do that are used to just walking onto any ride. And that's not what this was intended to be, but I think people kind of thought that it was. Mm-hmm. They expected they weren't going to have to stand in many long lines and they were going to get to 20 use rides it. A day. Yeah. And it's you can't just, just not. slightly change the name, but still imply fast. Like mm-hmm. you're still implying that this is supposed to be faster. So people are going to then figure that in their head, whatever they want it to be. Yeah. That's that means front of the line. Well, nobody said that, but you know. Yeah. Hey, I, I always, yeah, I have clients constantly. Well, I did, but. Uh, would call it front of the line pass. Yeah. Fast pass. Like, no, you, there's it's no. It's not what it is. And you need to, we, they need to do Even a better VIP job managing tours aren't that. Front of the line pass. You still have to stand in the, in the fast pass line. I guess that's why they didn't go with their original title, which was the Cutsies Pass. <laughs> you know what is front of the line pass or access is if you ever do a VIP tour at SeaWorld. Yes. They walk you in the back thing and put you on. Not just ahead of everyone, but on the front seat of every roller coaster. Like, that <laughs> is awesome. But I like the back because it's faster in the back. They'll well, you could do you, that too. Yeah. If, that, if you prefer the back, they'll let you do that. Yeah. He loves it in the back. <laughs> <laughs> They're very accommodating at SeaWorld. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> Did you say SeaWorld? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say I got, I got a thing for penguins. We'll see what they can do. I think this this is step one for Disney trying to do it. I think next step we'll see throttling where they can realize yeah. that they just stop selling them. If you have to be mm-hmm. in the park or whatever, yeah. the next step would be geofencing and after that would be throttling. Yeah. I think we're going to definitely like see this summer the cutoff go into effect because I mean it starts mm-hmm. June 8th so yes. I guarantee you it's going to be like immediate because you've already got everybody that bought their, their pre-stay and right. then the people that heard it was going to be cut off and I bought it yeah. for that. So summer's mm-hmm. going to be kind of a mess for it. And then hopefully it'll calm down after that. But we also have to figure, they've got to figure out a better way to do it than making people stay up to midnight to buy it. Because that's, that's just not the right. way. And once you buy it, you can't do anything with it till in the morning. Right. Yes. So what's I, the I point really, really think that the max pass system, you've got to be Mm -hmm. inside. So, okay. So even if you don't make them wait to be inside the park to buy the, the system, you got to be inside the gates of the park to start making genie plus reservations. I think that's a great solution. It works. It worked for max pass. And honestly, there's opportunity to make this a benefit for on-site guests. Yeah, find, give them an hour early yes. or something. I'm find some way that. to make the on-site guests get to purchase it a little bit earlier or something. Ooh, yeah, they get or, it or, or, or you let the on-site guests inside the park an hour early so they can start making <sighs> Wait, their, thirty minutes even. their reservations an hour. No, early. it takes you yes. thirty minutes to get to the other side of the park. They wouldn't do but, that. But something <laughs> like that, you know, it kid, kid. There's an op. There's opportunity there, and that helps sell your that resorts would be as well. If they did, they could call it like extra magic hour or something. Oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> Never fly, call up Bob. Yeah. <laughs> call up. Not on my watch. <laughs> Bob, we got a million dollars. This is it is a good step, but just I mean, I think the four of us could engineer it better than they did. (laughs) We did go back and implement any of these ideas. I have the good ideas, but there's a great um episode of Defunct Land, the uh YouTube channel 
And it's it's an hour and a half long, but it is a breakdown of the history of Fast Pass. <gasps> yes. And how lightning and what they were trying to do with Lightning My Lane son, and how it's never going to yeah. work. Yeah. My son keeps trying to get me to watch that. And every couple of days he says, Mom, did you watch that yet? You got to watch it. You it's know what? I'm going to watch that. I'm going to watch while. it tomorrow. Yeah. Break it up in, in, if you need to in chunks. Yeah, but because it is it's, it's about really an hour well and a half long, isn't it's it? It's like a full movie length. Yeah. But it's yeah. it's really, if you're into park stuff, it is very riveting. And it's it's interesting info. And it Unlike makes you feel show. it makes you feel pretty sad afterwards because you're like, oh, wow. So now I completely understand the problem here. And now I don't have any hope that they're going to tackle this in the right way. Yeah, we need <laughs> to have the people at Disney watch that. Yeah, but I'll, they I'll couldn't call even manage. Yeah, call the Bobs. Call Bob. <laughs> What happened, Dan? Uh -oh. oh, there it is. Okay, I was missing the uh, <laughs> I was missing the keyboard for my second monitor, and all of a sudden it started going crazy. Actually, oh, too many keyboards! An embarrassment of riches. <laughs> I have too many keyboards. Oh, 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 <laughs> it's a whole thing because I don't have to use them both now because the newest version of iOS you can use one keyboard for both nerd alert anyway time for me to say <laughs> thanks for hanging I'm out weak. with us again this week if you're excited to try out Genie Plus 2.0 or explore anywhere else around the world Key to the World Travel has a lightning lane full of expert travel planners ready to make your vacation dreams a reality Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com to get started with a no-obligation quote. Don't forget to catch up with our friend, the Theme Park Professor, for all the latest theme park news and tips at www.themeparkprofessor.com. Word of mouth is the best way to help us grow our show. If you have a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special brand of globetrotting jackassery, tell them what makes our show so great and send them our way. You can find links to subscribe to the show on your favorite apps and all the latest updates at www.goldkeyadventurers.com. We can't wait to hang out with you again next week. We'll see you real soon. Hi, y'all. Hasta la squeegee. To ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the gold Key Adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song Hoka Hey for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventures Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.